You're great, Carvey. Thank you. Thank you. I tried. I tried. Man. <laughs> We're live, ladies and gentlemen. We live? Yeah. Carvey, give live. it to me. Hey, everybody, boys and girls, welcome uh, to D Live Sports with the man PD. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for that introduction, Carvey. Uh, as promised, as advertised, as our special guest, we got the one, the only, Tyler Derby. Duval! Tyler, thanks, thanks for joining us tonight, man. We Absolutely. really appreciate it. How, uh, how's, how's you and your family holding up through all this crazy stuff? Yeah, doing well so far. Yeah, crazy is a good way to say it. Um, doing good. Um, my wife's a teacher, so she's been home with the kids doing the whole e-learning thing. Um, and I'm, uh, I work for the gas and electric company, so I've been still working every day, keeping the grid online. So our lives haven't changed a whole lot, I guess, day to day. But uh, you know, obviously in the evenings and the weekends and stuff, it's different. But you know, we're getting through it, I guess, a day at a time. So, <clears throat> Tyler, you've You've been a, a part of the Ultimate Fan Association, is that what it's called, or professional? Yeah, it's a, yeah, it's a PFUFA, which stands for Pro Football's Ultimate Fan Association. Um, it was founded in 1999, if you guys remember the Visa Hall of Fans, that they put that on, that huge campaign, and mm-hmm. uh, and then it turned into, uh, yeah, the Pro Football Fans Ultimate, Pro Football's Ultimate Fan Association Um and yeah, and so then I was inducted in the class of 2018 in Canton, Ohio, as a representative for the Jaguars. That's cool as shit. What, so what? Yeah. What do you got to do? What do you got to do to get involved in that? Yeah, um, we do have a website, pfufa.org, that has obviously you know the um, our whole background, story, history, and um, stuff like that. Uh, the way you get in is you have to be nominated by a current member. Basically, they look for, you know, fans that are obviously dedicated, passionate, and um, big into charity, uh, things of that nature. It's not about, you know, I have the biggest, craziest costume or that, you know, there's fan. It, it's not about that. I mean, that could be part of it, but it's just about more of you as a fan um, and your charity work, your dedication to your team. Basically, you get nominated and you have to go through a process, um, phone interviews with the leadership team, uh, background checks. Um, they just do a lot. Of, it's, it's a whole process. Um, and every year, only one fan from each team can get in. Now, that doesn't mean there's 32 people that get in every year. Some pe- some years there's 10 people that get in. Some years there's 8, 12. It just depends. Um, so it's a very selective process. But, yeah, it's more getting to know the current members. Um, and that's how the process begins. So, do you know Mike Bostick, Clooney Dungey? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, he, he's a, he, yeah, he's a super super guy, uh, friend, oh, yeah. friend of the show, um, friend to all of us really. Um, yep, he went in, I believe, two two years before I did. But yeah, I've gotten to know Mike pretty well. So. Now, does it require be getting dressed up in hats and all kinds of crazy garb? Um, not at all. Now, uh, I would say, again, the majority of the fans, you know, are the probably the ones that you guys have seen on TV and such. So there are a lot of people that do, you know, go all out. But there's fans that, you know, just may wear a hat, a T-shirt, or jersey to a game. It's it's not about just the costume. There, there's so much more to that. Because everyone can be an ultimate fan in their own way. Like, just because you dress up doesn't make you, you know, a better fan than me or me a better fan than you. Um, you know, it's because, again, everyone can be a fan in their own way, show passion different ways. So, yeah, a costume is no way, shape, or form a requirement at all, no. Okay, cool. Awesome. So, yep. uh, I got a question. So, what made you to become a Jacksonville Jaguar fan? Absolutely. And, I, and that is the question I get probably more than anything. Any question <laughs> so um well it started when they were in the expansion team in 1995 i was seven at the time so being seven um i thought the jaguar logo and name was cool um my dad was actually he's a lifelong packers fan um season ticket holder and all that um but being seven i th- to me it was like packers it was boring to me it was just a g on a helmet again being seven that was my perspective 
So I see this Jaguar with the colors, you know, the claws. I was like, man, that's cool. I want to be a Jaguar fan. Um, and I've been one ever since. Um, followed the team. I had the uh, Mark Brunel jersey plastic helmet from Sears back in the day playing catch in the backyard. Um, so I've been, like I said, since day one, no, um, yeah, no bandwagon here. I've seen um, some good, a lot of bad, but at the end of the day, I'm a fan through and through. So Now, are you still... Are you still in the Wisconsin area? I I actually live near Chicago, actually, northwest Indiana. Okay. Uh, so I'm, I'm about at 45 minutes from downtown Chicago, give or take. Um, yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, so being up here especially, I get that question a lot. <laughs> I was going to say, you could have went with the Packers, you could have went with the Bears, you could have went with the Colts. Oh, but yeah. you dropped yeah. them down south. Like I said, yeah, being, again, all the perspective of a seven-year-old, you know, thinking it's a cool name and logo, and then just kind of going with it, and sticking with them. Um, yeah, so I and I'm, yeah, that's kind of how it started. So uh, yeah, I never, um, yeah, wavered from it, even though I got a lot of grief. Obviously, like why are you a Jaguars fan up here? But uh, but it's been cool though. Like I said, I'm a diehard, and definitely no bandwagon jumping here. So so I have a question. So have you met any Jaguar players? since you've been a Jaguars fan? Oh, yeah. Um, I wish I could show you around my man game now. I've met um, probably too many to count. Um, okay. Yeah, I've met, you know, some of the games. Um, the team's been really great as far as um, I've got sideline passes quite a few times. Um, I've, I've been to the facility as their guest a few times as well. Like, behind the scenes, I've been in the locker room. Um, I've been in the front office. And actually, last year was probably one of the coolest experiences. I went down for a couple days, actually spend time um, in their weight room, film room, um, and actually spend time in Shotcon's office. Um, so yeah, I've I've got to know a lot of people with the team, and so because of that, I've had some just really cool opportunities to meet tons of players, ex-players. Um, I got to spend the afternoon with Tony Baselli last year during his radio show. Um, so yeah, I mean, I've got. I mean, I I don't. I probably can't list everyone off the top of my head, but yeah, I've got to meet a lot of people, former and past players and front office personnel over the years. I've been very fortunate. So, you know. who's who was the one player you got to meet where you totally fangirled out? Um, well, I met. I, it would probably be a tie between Brunel um, and Tony Baselli. The Brunel story was probably cool, and I will tell this here quick. So. Uh, it was a few years ago at the AFC title game. We're up in New England, you know, so I'm there the night before. And if you guys have ever been up there for a game, they have almost like a strip mall attached to the stadium. It's called Patriot Place. Bunch of stores, restaurants, etc. So we had dinner, and I'm walking back to my car through this place, and I hear a, hey, nice hat. And I turned around, it was Mark Brunel. Um, <laughs> he was there, he was there the night before because he does stuff with the Jags radio team um, so we ended up talking for like 10-15 minutes um, got to talk and then we before we left we uh, we went over by the stadium because the uh, mall overlooked the stadium there's a ton of Patriot fans we we did a loud Duval oh. chant together in front of hundreds of Patriots fans <laughs> so that was probably the coolest like I can't believe this is happening moment just because it was so random it was so random in the moments, you know, being there at the championship game. Um, so I'd say Brunel and Paselli was really cool. Um, Going to spend time with him up close. Um, really straightforward dude. And, yeah, those who just because I remember them as little kids watching Paselli and Brunel. I mean, wearing the Brunel jersey in my backyard, playing catch with my dad when I was 7, 8, 9, 10 years old. So those two are probably my favorite. That's cool. Awesome. So let, let me ask you. I've got a really tough question for you. Yeah. Snuggle, Mary, kill. Blake Bortles, Nick Foles, Gardner Minshew. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. That's good. Well, <laughs> that's a snuggle. Mary. You ain't right, Coach. Uh, that's not. Oh, uh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> I use those words exactly. Uh, the. I tell you what, I put words to that because that's not how I would phrase it. But I will say this: I will comment on all three of them. Um, okay. I will comment on all three. Bortles um, met the guy, nice guy. Um, 
he was he was just he had the physical tools, but mentally just the mental part of the game he just didn't have. Um, he showed moments, you know, like he had games where he had four touchdowns, four hundred yards, and you're like, holy cow, this guy can play. And then he turns around and throws four interceptions. You know, he was so we we um, know the next, feeling. Um, I yeah, he he just didn't have and he everyone wanted him to be the guy. He grew up in Florida. He went to Central Florida. He was a local kid. Like it, we all wanted him to be the guy. He he just wasn't. Um, the Foles thing, I'm honestly still kind of disappointed in. Um, I don't really think he had a good chance actually being hurt seven minutes into the week one um and coming back from the injury then against you guys actually in week i believe it was 11 or 12 i forget which one but it was after a bye week so he comes back after missing over half the season thrown in there on the road and then you know we had three tough opponents in a row after that and then he got pulled so in my opinion he never really had a, a chance and i was hoping we keep him to see what he could do, you know, with a full off season and being healthy. Um, but I mean, his contract obviously we had a chance to get rid of a lot of it, so I don't blame him for trading him. But kind of disappointed in how that ended because I really thought he could have been something. Um, Minshew, uh, guys, he showed flashes. Um, the whole stash thing in the hair. <laughs> As cool as I think it is, it, it almost bothered me at first because he was getting more hype for his facial hair than he was his his, his play on the field. Um, but I mean, he his he's for a late six round pick. He exceeded everyone's expectations. Um, so yeah, moving forward, I, I don't know if he's the guy. Um, we'll see what we do in the draft. You know, um, yeah. I'd be surprised if we drafted a quarterback high, but you know they've surprised me before. Um, yeah, so so Mary Killer. Yeah, so I, I don't know. I guess I would use those terms. He's not totally sold on Gardner. Um, Foles, I'm kind of disappointed in that the way it ended, and Blake just wasn't the guy. So I'll phrase it like that, I guess. Now, I was reading reports. I, I'd snuggle Gardner Minshew. I think a lot of women would. <laughs> 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 he just called you a little bitch. He's <laughs> But he said it a lot nicer than I did, Coach. <laughs> That's awesome. I love it. I love it. Now, well, speaking of the draft. So hold on. Well, let me go back to uh, the Foles thing. Um, there's a report coming out now um, that the Colts were seriously, seriously, seriously interested in Foles, and they just couldn't put a deal together. And because wow. when that happened, I'm like, why did Colts let Foles go? I mean, he won a Super Bowl with Reich. He, he knows Reich's yeah. system. They worked well together. You know, Reich brought the best out of that guy. Yep. But they, by these reports coming out, they just couldn't put a deal, the right deal together. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Absolutely. Yeah. He was owed a lot of. He was owed a lot of money. I mean, we a ate, lot. We swallow like thirty million. We had to almost swallow. So. Uh, yeah, it's. But I, I did hear this stat the other day, which is pretty mind blowing. So this upcoming season, Minshew's on his still on his rookie contract. Obviously, he's like at the league minimum being a late six round pick, so like seven hundred thousand dollars. That's how much he's getting paid in twenty twenty. We still owe Blake Bortles and and um, Nick Foles combined. I think I want to sell the stat. We have to pay them thirty five million dollars combined. Mm-hmm. In 2020, and they're not on the team. I heard that wow. last week. Just made me. Oh, <laughs> that. Yeah, that's a kidney yeah, shot. Ow. It's more than our starting quarterback. So. Good yeah. heavens. Yeah, yeah. Better, better get what you can out of Minshew. Yeah. How the hell does a GM keep his job? Yeah. Just throwing that money away like that. Because oh, yeah. it's no. crazy. What was that? I'm sorry. Because it's Tom Coughlin. Oh yeah, he. And that was also a whole other thing I could get into. But yeah, he he was such a legend there and loved. And boy, the way he ended his tenure was brutal, just brutal. Yeah. yeah. Just brutal. Hey Tyler, we got a we got a question uh, from one okay. of our friends. Danny Featherly wants to know: Do you think the Jags will end up in London for good? 
That's also Ooh. a question I've got asked a lot lately. That's a very good question. Um, well, obviously the plan this year, you know, it's yet to be seen what happens with all this virus stuff and it still happens. But the plan was to play two home games in 2020 in London. Um, yeah, yeah. so that, I mean, that was officially announced like in early February before all this stuff happened. Back-to-back home games, um, so they'd be there for two straight weeks. Um, yeah, definitely a lot of opinions on this. Um, definitely not, I'll just first off and say I'm not a fan of it, obviously. Um, you know, I, I don't like the whole international thing. Um, I mean, it's fine. You play a game every once in a while. I, I have no problems with that. But having a team over there full-time, oh, no. take the Jaguars out of it. Say I'm not, And obviously I'm biased, but say it's any team. Logistically, I don't. I've thought about it. I don't see how it could work. It, it's it'd not fair. It'd be such a disadvantage. The Raptors um, do it. Yeah. Well, that the Raptors are. I mean, you're, you're still in North America, but yeah, they um, they still got to go through that. customs. They still have to do this. They still have to do that. Well, now, right now the flight's going to be a lot longer. The you know the flight time will be a lot longer. But see, Pat, I want to say this though. And the Raptors in NBA is North America and Canada is right there. Same yeah. time, they still right have there. to go through the same procedures, though. Yeah, but you got to think about London yeah. games. It it comes on more yeah. earlier than oh, nine thirty in the morning over here. And then, like I said, if you're traveling to game from London to LA, then that jet log back, and then you're in bio. It, I mean, it could be it could end up being brutal. Um, I know the taxes over there are different for the players, so players, free agents are going to want to sign and go live with their families in London. You know, I mean, you may have a few, obviously, but for the most part, I can't imagine in any top-tier free agent, hey, I want to move my family to London. You know what I mean? Another, I, I just don't see it. Um, and I could spend probably all evening about why I think it's a bad idea, um, but I'll come with it from another perspective, from maybe an owner's standpoint. I, I understand the NFL is a business. I learned that a while ago. It, unfortunately, it's not, you know, as a kid, you're like, you just you think it's the greatest thing. and they, But it, as you get older, you see the business side of it. Um, and so I understand Jacksonville is a small market. I get it. Small market, um, they've had attendance issues. So I, I understand it from a little bit. Um, from an owner's perspective, um, but at the same time, what they're doing now is you're angering a lot of the fan base, especially the ones that live like right around the stadium, like they're in the city and stuff. Because, I mean, you're taking two of the eight home games. It's not like it's baseball or basketball where you have tons of home games. There's yeah. eight regular season home games. Now you're taking two of them that's away. That's that, Yeah, that's, that's yeah like, so I mean, and, and so then it's like, what are fans supposed to think? Like, oh yeah, you're really committed to the city, but you just moved another home game to another country um and so i know there's a lot of fans that you know either didn't renew season tickets you know don't plan on going back um so i i know that i mean i yeah i, I know attendance will be down again this always uh, who knows how this virus thing will turn out but that's a whole other conversation but just with what they're doing with the whole london theme they say they're committed to jacksonville and they're doing this know to try to stay in jacksonville but you know it's like their actions don't match their words if that makes sense and i know that's frustrating a lot of fans are you going or not if you're going to go go you know if you're going to stay stay so it's 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 just frustrating like i said a lot of what they're doing with it the the toying back and forth the game here the game there do but to answer the question do i think they ultimately end up in london if i had to put money on it i would say yes i don't want that to happen but long term, I mean, it could be ten years from now, twenty years from now. I don't know, but ultimately, if I had to guess, because all signs are pointing that direction, I guess answer the question whether I want you know like it or not. So. Oh, okay, that's a good question. So I have a question right here. Yeah, and y'all got one of the best running backs in the league. You know, I like. Okay, yeah, I, I I love him, and he's still he's still on his rookie contract, correct? Correct. Yep. All right, so after his rookie contract is up, do you see him signing back with you guys, or do you think he may go somewhere else? That's my I guess. would I would be stunned if he's back with us. Stunned. Um, for for not e- even just when it's on the football field, yep. he is um, just, I, again, I've gotten to know people behind the scenes and stuff, and 
he's not a good locker room guy. Um, you know, he's kind of has a bit of an attitude, um, kind of a, I wouldn't say first say as a cancer, but he's had some off the field issues. Um, you know, he's been arrested a few times for minor offenses or he's, and he's done stuff. Um, 2018, he ran across the field, got into a fight, got suspended. Uh, we've been injured. He, he's, he's caused some issues. I do know that. Um, and it, I, it wouldn't shock me if he was actually traded during the draft this year. I've heard that rumor brought up. I've heard it brought up. Not saying they will, but I, I don't see him. Res- I do not see the Jags resigning him in, in any way. I just don't see it. No. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, say yeah, guy can play. I just, it's more from what I've gathered. It's more the off the field stuff and his attitude that maybe don't line up with that. But I mean, again, I could be wrong, but that's everything I've gathered that I, I wouldn't see him resigning with us. Okay. So we brought the draft a couple of times. Yeah. And I know the Jaguars had multiple picks in the first round. They got the ninth yep. pick and the 20th pick. Yep. Yes, sir. Do you have any idea who you would like them to go after? Yeah, we have. We we honestly need so much right now. Um, really across the board. I mean, we pretty much gutted our defense. The rest of it this off season with losing Campbell and Boye, um, uh, Yannick Ngakwe. You know, we put the tag on him, but he's demanding a trade. Even saying mm-hmm. he'll pull out. So you know, hopefully. We, him before the draft, you know, get another draft pick. So basically, from our 2017 team that went to the title game, that great defense, we only have one starter left on that defense from two years ago. And the defense that was top in the league, you know, in almost every category. Um, so there's a lot of need, you know, across the board, especially um, in the secondary. Um, listen, we've lost everyone between Ramsey last year in the trade, Boye. I mean, we have. We just need a lot of help. Um, I, we need help on the old line, um, tight end. Like I said, you probably name a position, and we could. I would say the best player available. Um, if if I had to guess, I would say at linebacker or O line at number nine. Um, at twenty, boy, you know a lot could happen. But like I said, we need so much. Um, really, probably the best the best player on the board at a position of need, which I get is almost every position, to be honest. So I, I, have, a, I have a question. So, yeah. um, so with that being said, he's demanding the trade and whatnot. Do you think it's the coaching staff or upper management that why he wants yeah. to trade? Well, he's not the first. Uh, so this is becoming an alarming trend, actually, as of late. Um, it all started with, obviously, Ramsey last fall, you know, with the, you know, with his hurt back, which we all knew his back was not hurt. Um, you know, wanted out, wanted out. Um, I, for what I heard about that after the fact, a lot of those rifts started with Tom Coughlin. Um, that I can confirm. I, that did, especially with Ramsey, I'll speak on him first and then go to the other players, but with Ramsey specifically, him and Coughlin did not see eye to eye. You have Coughlin, you know, old school guy, <clears throat> 10 minutes early, you know, hard nose by the book. And then you have Ramsey, who, granted, was extremely talented, but, you know, character, cocky, talked a lot of trash. Literally the opposite of what Tom Coughlin would want in one of his players. Uh, so they definitely butted heads. Um, and, yeah, so from what I understood, it wasn't Coach Marone. It wasn't anything like that. It, it, it was Tom Coughlin. Um so obviously Ramsey got traded. We did get two first round picks and a fourth. So, which I thought was a pretty good haul for. I mean, for a guy that said he was never going to play again for us. Um, you know, and then you obviously have Jan now, who's demanding a trade. Um, you know, and he's for the same reasons he keeps talking about our culture is not good. He wants to go to a winning culture. I'm sure a lot of that stems from Coughlin and. There's got to be more, though, than just Coughlin at some point because he's not there anymore. So if it was just him, you know, single-handedly, I think – I wouldn't think Jan would want out. Um, and then you have guys like Dante Fowler and Allen Robinson that got traded. Um, they didn't demand trades, but, you know, they were traded or not resigned. And they're on Twitter speaking out about, hey, guys, you know, we told you that Jacksonville's not the place to be. It's a bad culture. So I don't, we have all these ex-players basically trashing the team. Um, it says, 
that's a trend. Like, so I think I've named five or six just off the top of my head. Um, so there's definitely an issue because players, especially in today's age, they talk. You know, they're on social media. They see this stuff. Um, so it's, I mean, it's definitely concerning because when all your star players are demanding trades, and let's face it, Ramsey and Yannick Ngakwe were, I would, I would argue, are two of our best players, and they're demanding trades. Um, I mean, it just doesn't look good for the team. So, yeah, so it's um, it, it's definitely there's something going on, um, you know, that's more than just Coughlin because he's not there anymore. So, man, speak speaking of of dealing with with culture change, I know I know yeah. the Colts have the Colts have gone through that in recent years, mm-hmm. and we went from a, a culture where we went to the Super Bowl twice and and won mm-hmm. one, and yeah. and had a very business like attitude about it to uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit of a looser culture that, that didn't yeah. necessarily you know, command that kind of respect back to what we're hoping becomes that, that winning that winning culture. Yeah. What do you think it would take for Jacksonville to maybe turn that corner and get back to their winning ways they were when they went to the AFC Championship? Yeah, what's so frustrating is like I said, we were there two years ago. You know, we were minutes away from a Super Bowl. Um, and, again, year before, we were 3-13. and So no one, even me being a diehard, could have ever thought us going that far. So it was almost like a blip almost because the previous, you know, 10 years before that, we hadn't made the playoffs, and then we haven't made it since. So really, it, it, it was it's almost like a blip because it makes no sense. You know, 10 years of losing seasons, AFC title game, back-to-back losing seasons. So it's 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 almost like where did that come from, um, yeah. you know? And we we obviously had a lot of talent on defense. They definitely carried us, no doubt. You know, we had we had like six Pro Bowlers that year, if I remember. So over half the starters were in the Pro Bowl. So we de- we had studs across the board. Fournette, that was his rookie year. He had over a thousand yards. Ran the ball really well. Um, you know, Blake had his best year with us. Um, you know, had some decent games. Um, and I know that year specifically got, you know, we kind of ran into a good streak for a while because we ran into a lot of teams with backup quarterbacks. I want to say six of our games we ended up playing teams with backup quarterbacks because that was the year Luck got hurt because we played Reset twice, if I remember, and there were a handful of other teams where we were having to get lucky. And, again, it's not just, just that. But I think everything fell into place that year. We had an easy schedule because of our previous year's record. Um like I said, but there's a lot to build on. Um, you know, I, I thought after that year, the expectations were high the following year. I mean, yeah. I remember Sports Illustrated, they had us going to the Super Bowl. I mean, I remember specifically, and I had, in my lifetime, that had hardly ever been talked about. Um, we started the year 3-1 and one the following year, crushed the Patriots the following year. So we were 3-1. and one. I mean, everything was looking good, and then we went on a eight-game losing streak. Um, and it's never been the same since. So I... I, I don't know, to be honest, what it would take. Um, you know, we still have the same GM and coach from that year and Dave Caldwell and Doug Marone. Um, I, I'm i a little confused in this sense. Like, I never want to see a coach fired quickly because teams that fire coaches, you know, year after year, historically, you know, don't do good. The Browns, Raiders, and just teams that Giants. switch for a year. But with this, what's going on now with our team basically trading everyone off and keeping the same coaching staff and GM, it confuses me a little bit because Marone and Caldwell are on the last year of their contract. So basically, they're on the hot seat. So they have to win now. But they don't have a roster that's going to allow them to win. Again, on paper, everything, anything could happen during the season. But as of now, we jettisoned most of our starters, you know, so they're on a, on a team that's in a complete rebuild with the same coach. So I, I don't know, to be honest, I don't know if there's some grander plan that I don't see, but that's the part that really confuses me right now is if you're going to completely blow it up, get rid of the, you know, that front office, the coach that was there during where all these players are demanding trades, you know, I like start over, you know, from top all to bottom. Start over from scratch. Yeah, just if you're gonna start over, start over. And I and I've met Doug, I've met Dave. They're nice guys. Like I said, I don't ever advocate to fire anyone, but I just don't understand the direction they're going in with that same 
group of coaches and GMs, you know, and then this team that they basically gutted. Uh, so to answer your question, I, I don't know. I don't know what it would take for them to get back. Because um, like I said, the year, last year, we were good. It was almost like a blip. So it came out of nowhere. Everybody does a mock draft, Tyler. Yeah. Who do you got the Jaguars picking at number nine? Yeah, um, linebacker out of who I would pick if he's available. I don't know if he'll be available. Um, Isaiah Simmons, linebacker out of Clemson. Um, he's a he's a he's a freak. Um, watch him at the combine. Just he's just, whew, he's just good. He's just good. There's another way to say it. I don't think he'll be there. Um, I don't either. I got him going to uh, the Panthers at seven. Yeah, so I mean that's who I would pick. You know, on my mock draft is. Is Isaiah Simmons um, at twenty? Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. We'll do it one by one. Carve, who who'd you have Jaguars picking? I have the Jaguars getting C.J. Henderson, defensive back, at number nine. Okay, not a bad, yeah, not bad at all. Coach, I liked uh, Derek Brown from Auburn, and I have I also have Derek Brown from Auburn at the number he nine. Yeah, to talk about, yeah. So either way, if any in any one of us are right, you guys are going to get a hell of a player for a long, oh, long yeah. time. And Absolutely. who was that stud you guys picked up last year? Uh, Josh Allen. Josh yeah. Allen for out of Kentucky. My God, he's. Yeah, you know, I'm glad to see Ramsey gone. I for the honest, for the simple fact is I never I I don't like his demeanor. As a football player, I'm not gravitated to that. But yeah. I'll give the man respect because he backed up every single little thing he ever said. Okay. He backed it up on the field, and I give him respect for that. Awesome. So I'm happy to see that dude gone. <laughs> I, was, I was torn on it. Obviously, on the field, his talent was was undeniable, but he'd become such a distraction for us in the locker room and such a headache. He kind of had to go. Like, he kind of – I was – in a way, I was relieved – he did go because it was becoming a weekly theme. Oh, his back hurts. It doesn't hurt. He wants to be traded. He wants to stay. He was he was, he was becoming such a circus yeah. that I, I, by the end, myself, I know a lot of Jags fans were sick of him. It was like, oh, you know what? He's talented, but at this point, he's just he's just going to be a cancer if he stays around here. Um, but you're right. I mean, he's his talent. I'm never going to deny. I'm not so like, oh, he's he's not good. No, he's he's good. That's why he got two. That's why we got two first round picks for him. But. It just it, and a fourth, right? And a fourth, yep. And, and a, fourth, a fourth, yep, yep. So yeah, we have the Rams first round pick this year, next year, and then you have the Rams fourth round pick. Okay. So, now your next pick comes in at twenty. Is that right, Coach? Yes. yes. Okay. Who who's uh, your mock draft at number twenty? Yeah, I've gone back and forth on this because a lot can happen. You know, between nine and twenty, there's so much. You know, between <laughs> trade usually and movement. Um, Anytime you get out of the top three, anything's friggin' possible in the draft. Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, at 20, I'm a little more, a little more torn. Um, uh, I would say an offensive lineman, um, offensive lineman, and I will say this, and this is probably not popular, and I don't think he'll be there, but it would intrigue me if Tua um, was there at 20. Um, not, Not that I don't believe in... Gardner, because again, I think he's shown flashes, but at the same time, in no way am I ready to label him as, oh yeah, he's our franchise, franchise. quarterback. I, it's just, it's just, he's again, he exceeded every expectation, but he's not also, he's also had a lot of you know bad moments too. Um, two has intrigued me for a few years. I like the way he plays. He's a lefty. He's athletic. Um, like I said, I, I think he'll go a lot higher than that. But if he's there, Tua wouldn't me or you know the chance to trade up the draft hey but Taylor you can you can ask both of these guys I have said before I would not be shocked if two of those number one over burrow really? I've said that more than once okay I'm gonna throw I'm gonna throw one out there to you guys and let you kind of fiddle around with this I read a story today that one of the uh, a former GM said that Tua is broken that he really? has had yes he has had two wrist injuries that have not been disclosed okay. one of them he got during the spring 
training the last year that he played, okay. he, where he broke his wrist, had surgery, and then re-broke it. Okay. And then it healed up before they had to play, but they're saying he's brittle. Smoke that screen. Was... Smoke screen. Yeah. That's all that is. <laughs> Smoke screen. Smoke screen, yeah. I mean, yeah, I... <laughs> Tell him, Carmen. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but we could, like I said, uh, if not him, which, again, I, I don't think that's ideal, or I don't think that will happen, say a number of linemen, uh, linemen are honestly just best, at 20 best player available, to be honest. We need help across the board. Best player at any position, for the most part, I would say take him. Coach, who do you well, got? Honestly, if, if Tua falls... Past number six to the Chargers, I don't think that's too far fetched. Yeah, I mean it's one hundred percent possible. If it goes, if it goes past the Chargers, you've got a great chance of picking him up at nine. Because yeah, no, Car- Cardinals, the Cardinals are good. The yeah. Panthers, who's their quarterback? The hell, they don't even know yet, do they? Uh, Bridgewater. The Panthers have a uh, uh, kid from Saint uh, uh, the Saints. Bridgewater. Uh, Bridgewater. Bridgewater, yeah. I think, but if if they have the chance to take Tua over Bridgewater, would they do it? No, they because they pay a lot of money. I think they would not do it because they got a, a a backup, another backup quarterback too. So I really don't think they would take a quarterback in the first round or second round. Truth be told. All right. Well, let's get back to the actual mock draft pick. Okay, Coach, who'd you have at twenty? At 20, I've got uh, the Jaguars going with Trevon Diggs from Alabama. Okay. I think he's going to be available, and I think he would be a perfect fit for that defense. Oh, yeah. Good player for sure. Carvey? You know what? I don't have Trevon Diggs in the first round. I think he's going to slide to the second round. But the uh, first round, I believe that Jacksonville still need help on uh, offense. Especially yep. scoring-wise, besides not running, I have him going, uh, picking a wide receiver, Justin Jeffries, as, okay. as their wide, as their pick, because also they need some help on Not saying y'all yeah, terrible or nothing like that. Oh, we, scoring, so. we need help scoring. We do. Absolutely, so we I, do. I picked Jeff, uh, Justin Jeffries from, uh, yeah, that's what I got. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Jefferson. Yes, Jefferson. I'm sorry. I got you guys taking Austin Jackson out of USC offensive tackle. Big stud of a meat locker. You know, if they're gonna if they're gonna put some chips in on the mustache, they're gonna have to protect it a little bit. (laughs) Yeah. You know, um, because everybody in the entire NFL has looked at the Colts last five seasons and said. Damn, we cannot let this happen to us. Yeah, because we had a franchise quarterback in Luck, and we broke him. Yeah, yeah. You know, I guarantee you, every team out in the league is looking how we drafted, what we drafted, how we ran our system, how we broke Luck, and they're flat out saying this cannot happen to us. So that's going to oh, give yeah. us big guys, some offensive line, defensive line, more clout, and put us more in the limelight, pay us a little bit more, sure. which is a good thing, but we're still without luck, and that hurts. Oh, big time. Big time. So let me ask you as a as a Jacksonville Jaguars fan, yeah. out of the last few years, which player were you the most glad to see the AFC South leave the AFC South? DeAndre Hopkins, Jadavian Clowney, or Andrew Luck? Oh, boy, that's a good question. Hopkins, obviously, his recent memory, he's torched every time we've played him, he's torched us. Um, Us, too. (laughs) I was stunned. When when I saw what they got for return, I I was, I mean, my jaw was dropped. I could not believe it. And I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, I don't know if this virus got to O'Brien or what, because I'm like, (laughs) what do you trade him for? In my opinion, he's the best, if not, you know, top two receiver in the league. Um, Hopkins is up there, but look, I mean, I would probably, 
I'd say I wasn't glad to see, luckily, the way it happened, I guess. I was more stunned and felt bad for you guys, to be honest, um, just because it happened the way it happened, you know, a week before the season, two weeks before the season started. Um, you know, so I was kind of like, I, did, I thought, man, that that's horrible. Um, I mean, obviously, playing you guys, not having luck, was he's probably the – I probably have to say luck only because, you know, being a franchise quarterback, not having that is, you know, is huge. Now, don't get me wrong, losing Hopkins is a huge loss, but I would say you guys losing Luck was probably the bigger detriment, uh, just because the court, obviously he's a quarterback. But, boy, if Luck's 1A, I would put um, Hopkins a 1B because, gosh, that was just stupid. <laughs> that was just stupid. I mean, I'll take it, but holy cow. Holy cow. Man, because I'm thinking right here, if the, if the Colts have made some type of offer like that, like I'll give you yeah. a 34 pick, hey, Anybody. I mean, I'm like, is, I'm like, I'm thinking, did the Texans call literally any other team? <laughs> no, nope. that was a, that was a favored deal to get Hopkins out of there because they were not seeing eye to eye. I mean, David crazy. Johnson, the, the running back, running back. Da- oh, yeah. He, yeah he probably will be a third string. He's not a first string court running back. Carvey, I think if you gave David Johnson the same 40 challenge that you gave me, you might beat him. <laughs> look, all right, everybody, listen. All right, since we're talking about this, I'm going to take a pause for a second. Listen. Let folks. me mute him. <laughs> okay, so when I went to the coach camp last year, I ran up my flat first time, 440 the second time. Now this guy, coach, one faster than me. I'm like, no, he's not. So when this quarantine is over, I challenge Coach into a 40 yard dash, and we will stream this. And after that, you gonna say Carve's the best. After that, okay? No, so I'm, 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 I got to say Carve's ten years younger than me. He's got a little bit of an advantage. No, 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 Hold on, hold on, Carve. Now I'm going to help coach out here a little bit because you do have ten years on younger on him. So, no, 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 listen here. That slow roll. I'm going to mute you. I'm out. Let, let me talk. Let me talk. No, no. Let me talk. Training camp. We'll do it at training camp where the where the meter's on. We know everything's judged out for us. The clock hits you. Whoever has the best time. Has to carry the other guy's bag around. Put some skin in it. <laughs> I, I agree with that. I, I would. And this way, that. this way, coach, you got time to start training. Oh hell! <laughs> my, my thing is this. My thing is this right here. Just, I don't want to hear no excuses. Oh, ten years, twenty years, five years. <laughs> no excuses. Once you challenge one, it is on. Okay, I do. <laughs> Tyler, Tyler, let me invite you down to the Colts training camp. Anytime you want to come. I, I, I would make the trip to see this live. Well, <laughs> all, this, all this talk I've heard back and forth, it'll definitely be worth the drive. <laughs> I'm like Deion Sanders. I'm like Showtime. I'm about to explode. I'm about to blow up. Wow. Did he just go Deion comparison there? Deion. Deion. He's gonna he's gonna come in the building, run, and then get back on the plane and leave. That's funny. See, aren't you glad you joined this time? When I get done, they go the coach on fly B as a punt returner. When I get done, they was like, "Oh, we need to sign him as a punt returner or kickoff returner." Yes, me right here. Remember, wow, punter. The, the, the T guy that goes out and gets the T? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, uh, hell, I don't blame you. I couldn't even run out there and get the T and get back in before everybody came down. I'd get runned over. And I'd be out of breath by the time I got out there. <sighs> Hold on, guys. I got to get the T. <laughs> this thing's off the tracks, Matt. All right, well. We're going to bring it back in. Back in. Uh, has anybody got any more questions for Tyler? 
Because if you don't, I'm going to open it up for Tyler to ask you guys some questions. Well, hell okay. yeah. What? You got more questions, Coach? No, I'm good. All right, Tyler, floor is yours. Ask away. Absolutely. Uh, this is to any one of you three. Um, what was your first reaction when you heard about the Philip Rivers deal? <laughs> coach, go ahead. Take this one, Coach. <laughs> okay, so I already have a, a famous Facebook reaction to this. So I said that I hoped that Phillip's, Philip Rivers would be stuck in quarantine with his pregnant wife and nine kids and run out of food and they would have to eat him to survive. Oh. And, and then they would get constipation and have to use his new Colts jersey to wipe their asses with. Wow. He, okay. he said that. I wasn't real happy about the pickup. Tell us how you really feel. <laughs> I've since backed off of that a little bit and if he's got a blue jersey on, I guess I gotta kind of get behind him a little bit and yeah, and, yeah. and and hope he does well. Garvey, go ahead. I just want to say this, Coach, you're evil. Okay, I just want to <laughs> say you're evil. Okay, that you are evil, sir. Uh, <laughs> but okay, <laughs> my thing. I didn't want Tom Brady. I didn't want Philip Rivers. We could have got Cam Newton. Hell, we won. I would have took Nick, Nick Foles over everything else. My thing is this: get in uh, Philip Rivers. I think he's like on the decline. Remember when anybody watched NBA? Remember when Michael Jordan played for Washington Wizards? And he oh yeah, that, yep. right. That's that's who we getting. That, that's who we getting. The uh, oh. Michael Jordan for the Washington Wizards. We're not getting Michael Jordan for the Bulls. We get Michael Jordan for the Wizards. That's not it. That's not it. Dude, I hope we're getting Michael Jordan from the Wizards and not Kerry Collins for the Colts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I, I, I agree with you that I agree. I mean, but it's just I, I I mean, can he be a good mentor for cause be honest, my like I said this before, Tyler. I think we're going to draft yeah. a quarterback this round. We go Jordan Love. That's who I'm saying we want to get right. Okay. And we if we get Jordan Love, Jacoby's out. Jacoby's out. Yeah. So uh, that's what I'm thinking. And breaking news, everybody. I just got this. Okay. Uh, the Texans just acquired Brandon Cooks for the second oh. round pick. Chris, for and for a second round pick, a 2020, 2020 second round pick, the Houston acquired Cooks for a 2020, the 2020 second fourth round pick, and the Rams 2020 second round pick. So the Houston that Rams don't even bother me. Cooks. That don't even bother me. It does. Look at Buckner, Sheldon Day, Ray. Oh my God, our defense is going to eat people up this year. That does. Hey, you you can bring Emmett Dan Smith back. I don't care. My D line is solid, baby. Solid. So we have a Deion Sanders comparison, and now we're bringing Emmett Dan Smith into it. Okay, I like it. I like the confidence. I I, I meant to say Ezekiel Elliott, but my my tongue went faster in my brain, which it usually does. Gets me in a lot of trouble all the time. Yeah, but yeah, but solid. Our our D is solid. I ain't worried about it now. Beforehand, a a team is stacking their offense like that. Ouch! That would scare the shit out of me. But I ain't ain't worried about now. But to answer your question, I don't like Philip Rivers. I've never liked Philip Rivers. I think he's a fat potato head. Now he (laughs) he puts the blue on uh, the the blue horseshoe on. I'm rooting him on. No, yep. don't take me wrong. I mean, you cut me, I'm blue. Guaranteed. You know, yep. so I won't wish him bad, but I'm not yep. going to buy his jersey. I'm not going to I'm not going to buy into Philip Rivers. It's a one-year deal. Ballard has proved he's an absolute fucking genius. Oh, yeah. Family Great button, genius. sorry. 
all you young ladies and boys that listen to the show. But he's he's an absolute genius. Mm-hmm. He's got a plan. What it is, I can't tell you. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just like I can't tell you what God's plan is either, but I guarantee you he's got one. You know, and it, it always works out. So with Ballard bringing in Rivers just yeah. proved to me that he's got a long-term plan for this dynasty that we're building. Yeah, I, I have a quick opinion on Rivers. Yeah, he's uh, he's definitely been on the decline the last few years. He he just said he throws so many interceptions. Um, I mean, he was a, twenty-three for twenty last year. He just throws. A, he maybe the Colts' old line again. Great offensive line. Maybe that protection and that defense. Um, you know, maybe he can succeed. Um, I was a little surprised um, again with like I think Carvey said Cam Newton. Which speaking of which, I I'm shocked no one has picked him up. I mean, the guy. I mean, the guy is a he. I've seen him live before. He's the one quarterback where I've been like, whoa, like that guy. Yes, yes. He is a freak. And I mean, he was injured last year, but I know he could have come back, but they just kept out. He was basically just resting to make sure everything was okay. I mean, he had some injury issues, but he's been rehabbing. He he looks in great shape. I mean, the guy won MVP, what, five seasons ago, four seasons ago? He's not that far removed. A lot younger than Phillip. Um, Again, I'm still stunned he's still unsigned. There's got to be something going on, but I, yeah, I... Cam Newton, like I said, folds with the whole Frank Bright connection. Rivers, again, he's not the worst option out there. I was just, I, I was a little, I was a little surprised. It kind of just was like, wow. But see, my thing is this. My thing is this. I still believe. I don't care anybody say Cam Newton is about to play for the New England Patriots. That uh, is going to be the new. Yeah. Las Las Vegas Raider. Ooh. See, you said Las Vegas Raiders, but they still stuck on card, though. So, and they signed go ahead, Tyler. Oh, sorry, I was saying, and the Raiders signed Mariota too to a pretty decent deal too. Yeah. So I, I don't see him going there. So it's two teams, <laughs> two teams: New England or uh, the Chargers. That's the, the two teams. The two teams. Now I pray, I'm praying they go for the Chargers <laughs> because are the or either or because I don't want nobody to get Jordan Love because I want us to get Jordan Love. Oh, Pat. Oh, Pat disagrees. I'm not sold on Jordan Love. I'm no. sorry, boys. I'm not. Hey, hey I seen him. I just saw him next I year. seen him at the combine. I, I seen him at senior day, and he looked great. He looked great. But the game, the game tape that I watched, he did not impress me. Go back and watch his film from 2018. I watched him last year, and last year I felt like he kind of had a lackluster season. But if you watch any of his stuff from his his season before, he was fantastic. And another thing, Coach, being Pat, I want to say this. You got to think about it. With our offensive line and our coaching staff, do you think he can develop into a great quarterback? Yes. All right, so. Yeah, I do. But I think there's better options out there that will get there faster. Jalen right, Hurts. If we don't, if we don't get Jalen Hurts, if we don't get love and we get your guy, right? If we don't get love, we get your guy. And if your guy does terrible, I'm gonna blame you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Carver, you can you can blame me. I wouldn't be mad about Jalen Hurts either. Mm. You know what a, thing I blame? That's who. I, I mean, I'm just saying that's who I like. Now, yeah. hey, yeah. when they drafted Manning, I called him dumbasses. Like, take Leaf. He's 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 the hard-nosed quarterback. He's the one that's in the dirt, man. That's the kind of player you want. Why would you take Pretty Boy over some, you know, and and look how that turned out. I've been, I've been wrong before. Time out. I wanted Charles Woodson over both of them. <laughs> Time out. You want it over Manning? That's yeah. what you said. You y'all right. said over Manning. Hey, when they when they drafted Manning, what are you guys? I was on? like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> I just like the grit that left uh, that Leaf had in college. 
You know, that's what attracted me to him. That's what, you know, I liked. Manning didn't have that grit. He had it up here, and at the time, I didn't know that. Now, you, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. You up, at the time, there were a lot of GMs that were torn. It was actually a real conversation, Lee, for Manning. You hear all the stories about how, like, now it seems crazy, but at the time, you're absolutely right. It was it was literally like a 50-50 call on the two. Um, so, yeah, at the time, it was not crazy because Leaf was incredible in college. Yeah. I mean, it worked out really well for us, and I fell in love. And Manning, as a defensive player my entire life, Manning, I can say, is the first quarterback I've ever actually liked. Luck is the second. Patrick Mahomes is the third. Sorry, I'm a defensive guy, you know, and I've been wrong on picks before. So if Jalen, if we get Jalen Hurts and he doesn't work out, I'm blaming you. Blame me. <laughs> now, if if Burroughs, Tua, Love, Herbert, and Hurts was all together, I would go with Tua over now, Burroughs. I, I hope. Be honest. Be honest, because Tyler, what you said though. Even though I hope it's just smoke and mirrors, but just thinking, yeah. if we don't get it, say Tua drops down to the second round, if he drops <laughs> and he's right there for us, I yeah. honestly believe the coach may get Tua over Love. Now I'm well, just saying that. Good day. Never know. I've seen That's, crazier stuff happen. I, I tell you what, I I would not be shocked. Seeing the story that I saw today, to see Tua take a Brady Quinn-sized fall from being a top-five guy all the way down to the bottom of the first round. <laughs> Smoking mirrors! <laughs> I wouldn't be shocked. I mean, don't get me wrong. It's good for us if he does. Because like I said, if he's there at 20, all over him. I, I would go all over him. I think, to me, he's worth the risk. Yeah, he may, Again, he has had some injury history but man i i to me the risk may be worth maybe worth it so yeah. but have you seen those I mean, workout tapes he's putting out my god yeah, I, I would I'm not just, i would not hesitate to put him behind my o line year 1 year I 1 agree. i agree if he were to fall out of the top 10 i don't think anybody's taking a risk on him now maybe that's what maybe that's what they foresee to a drop in, uh, to number 34. We got Philip Rivers one year, one year deal. Tua can heal up a little bit more. And boom, he's <laughs> in our system next year. Dynasty starts, and we're all doing that Samoan shit. I'll tell you now, he's not going to fall at 34. Mm-hmm. He could. That would take him, snatch him up right before, before that. <laughs> but you know what? Hey, guys, you know what? If we do draft him and say we do draft whoever and they come to the Colts, you know who they need to check check out when if their AC or the he's going out? <laughs> you know who they need to check out? Who's that, Carvey? Coach. You don't know? Pat. Who 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 they need to check out? Pat. What? Who they need to <laughs> check out? Who? If their AC and the heat goes out. Who they need to check out? If their AC goes out. Yes. Oh, well, if you're going to segue, run with it. Don't throw me on the spot. If they heat and AC Damn, I'm not Gordon Ramsay. I can't just make a fucking salad out of biscuits. <laughs> Jesus, give me some give me some runway here, son. <laughs> but anyway, like Carvey was saying, if you got heating cooling issues, give our friends at Preferred Mechanical a call. Tell them D-Line Sports sent you. You get 10% off your bill. Carvey, what's the number? Oh, shit. <laughs> See how fun that is? <laughs> yeah. There you go. 317. 924. 4042. 4042. <laughs> <laughs> Boom, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> but, on, but on a real, get, uh, if, if you guys are in the Indianapolis and surrounding areas and you need a professional heating and cooling company to come out and take care of you, Give our, guys, give our friends a call. They support our show every week. Um, and we want to turn around and do the favor for them um, because they're so good to us. And I guarantee you, you will be 100% satisfied with their service. 
and you get is, and you get two ten percent off. What other yeah. sports show gives you something back for yes. watching? Yes, yes, three one seven nine two four four zero four two. Mention the show, you get ten ten percent off. Ten. 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 Residential only. <laughs> That's right, Carvey. Residential only. Now, you can still call if you're commercial property, but you won't get the 10% off. Yes. Yes. That's, that's, yeah, I have to add, man. Sorry, guys. Well, hey, hey, Tyler, let me, let me ask you a question. Yeah. What did you think about us trading our 13th pick to get uh, Buckner? Um, I... I think it's a solid trade. Buckner's, you know, he's he's a freak, like you said. I think earlier, he, he's he's a beast. Um, you know, he's probably. I mean, at thirteen with the draft, you never know. It can be such a coin flip, and Buckner seems like the real thing. So, um, I would say it's probably a good trade for you guys. I'm not looking forward to playing that defense this year. Um, Nobody but, uh, should. So, but for you guys, no, I would say it's a good trade because, like I said, the odds of getting someone at his level at pick number thirteen. The odds are against it, so I would say it was a good trade. See, my thing is this: our average, average uh, player that average is what 25, 20, 24, 25? something like that. So, so my like I said, we are so young, and we're going to develop and grow with each other. We, I, me personally, I think we got the best defense in the league. I'm just saying, I may be wrong, but wow. I don't think you I'm are. just saying. I'm putting it out there. <laughs> Carvey, I do like your confidence between prime time and the 40 yard dash. <laughs> I like your confidence. <laughs> uh, no, you guys are for real. Um, Leonard. Um, wow! Oh! Hey! Cowboy sus up. <laughs> Tyler, she's a Cowboys fan. Oh. Uh, (laughs) He he feels sorry for you, Kristen. Oh, 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 oh. What? Ask Victor says what? What? Kristen. Ask Victor says what? (laughs) Are you drinking again? uh, Oats? Not Cowboys. Hey, Kristen, how you doing? We love you. Miss you. And me too, Carvey. Cowboy still suck. Fuck off, Carvey. (laughs) (laughs) Me! (laughs) I miss it. (laughs) I miss you. (laughs) What do you think, Coach? Final, Final thoughts? We uh, okay. <laughs> I gotta pee. Please hold. Move. Move. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here. You found a little something poking you or what? <laughs> okay. Hi guys. I miss you guys so much. Hi. We miss you too. You ready for my final thought? Well, we yeah. we're on the edge of our seats. I gotta pee. Carvey, get the fuck out. <laughs> final thought. All right, so boys, I am so excited about football season because you know me, I love football, and I cannot wait to destroy y'all. When it comes to the draft. <laughs> oh, Carvey, get the fuck out my picture. Get out. <laughs> All right, we really, we really went off track here. Christian, give me final thoughts. All right, so honestly, uh, ta- I, ta- ta- guys, oh, okay. I don't think... I want you to, guys to know that I love you and I miss you guys more than you could potentially imagine. I want you back in my lives. It's going to cost you. 
I miss you too. You know what? You know what it's gonna cost me, Pat? Money, 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 honey. It's gonna cost you getting the fuck out of my picture. <laughs> I'm here to stay. I'll be in your dreams tonight. Oh, I know. <laughs> um, I've got a great story. I have a really great story lined up. I'm so excited about it. I cannot wait to unleash it, guys, on you guys. That's awesome. What will, story is it? Read it. I will read it. Is it about the squirrels? You know what, Patrick? Get out of my picture. I want to read something about the squirrels. You guys keep me in suspense about the squirrels out there. You build them a bench. You build them their own damn playground. I want to know more about the damn squirrels. Did you miss me? Did you miss me? Yes, I miss you. I miss talking about the how sucky the coat. I mean, uh, not the coat. The cowboys are. <laughs> I've been drinking. <laughs> you know what? I've been drinking too. Carve. See what I got to deal with here, Tyler. Yeah, I see. I'm just soaking it all in. I'm gonna start an AA meeting with these group with this group. No, 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 no. Hey, so Tyler, I would love to actually have you back when I am not having to deal with these bastards. Oh. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> can we can we like connect? Wow! Outside of these fucktards. Oh wow! <laughs> Anyways, coach. Wow. <laughs> I, uh, oh, okay, he walked away. Pat, final thoughts? I'm about to turn this show off. We went real left real fast. Pat, final thoughts? I just gave them to you. Hey, Tyler, you got any final thoughts? Thank you for having me, guys. This is a blast talking football. Please have me back. Um, it was a blast. Let's do it again. Appreciate it, Tyler. Yes, my Good. final thoughts, everybody, y'all take care of yourself. Make sure you stay healthy, stay safe. Make sure yeah. you wash your hands and make sure you just stay at home. Stay at home. That's all. Coach, final thoughts. Go Colts. Go Colts. <laughs> all right, everybody. Y'all take care. Like he said, go Colts, Pat. Go Colts, baby, as always. All right, Doug. Peace.